Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. All across CNY, it's the 315. Here's Brian Higgins. Right, we're rolling along here on this Wednesday afternoon, game day here on the Q's. Q's and Virginia Tech coming up tonight, 7 o'clock at the Dome. Full pre and post coverage here as always. Exit 6, me, Devo, 9-ish, whenever the game is over. How about that? We're going to do the post game when the game is over. We are just coming up with all sorts of kooky new stuff on these airwaves. That's what we're doing. Maybe he's got thoughts about this game or other games or all this stuff. We always like talking to our friend from the Action Network. He is Tom Casale. He is a, a Syracuse native and Syracuse fan as well. He joins us uh, now. Welcome in, Tom. Thanks, as always, for hopping on for a few. No problem. How you doing? Uh, very good. And, uh, you know, we're talking there's orange basketball uh, tonight. And I know you always kind of keep apprised of what the orange are, are up to. You got you got any – not that anyone can uh, do anything legally with it here in the, the state of New York, but you, you got any thoughts on this game tonight? It looks like the Orange are about uh, two-and-a-half, three-point dogs, depending on where you look. Yeah, you know, I think the line should be about even. Um, I just can't bet Syracuse. They're not a very good basketball team right now. You, 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 they lost to Colgate. They lost to Bryant. They barely beat a, just an abysmal Louisville team. Um, so uh, this is more I'm going to sit back and watch type game because mm-hmm. I think the loser of this game is in big, big trouble when it comes to making any kind of tournament run. Uh, you know, I, I, I lean slightly towards Syracuse at home. Um, I'm not high on the Virginia Tech team. It's just Syracuse, I, I'm waiting for them to kind of show me that I can trust them. You know what I mean? Like, you start to get a good feeling about them, they lose the pit. <laughs> you start to get a good feeling about them, they, they barely beat Louisville. So, I don't know if it's ever going to come. Um, I, I have a feeling they win this game tonight, but do I want to put money on it? No. Uh, yeah, Tom, we, we are all waiting for that same feeling, and we're waiting yeah. and waiting, and uh, it, it has not struck us yet uh, this year. And, and, you know, you said you'd slightly lean Syracuse. You know, this is more of a bigger picture thing for the ACC, but I, I think it could apply to conferences around the country. The Arch, you know, they're a small dog at home in a league game, in a league that it doesn't feel like we're sitting on any dominant teams this year. What, what are you doing when you look at you know, league home underdogs this year. How, how much your importance, if at all, are you are you placing on home court in this season where maybe there are not as many great teams popping up? Yeah, I always look at home underdogs in any league. Uh, you know, college basketball is kind of a – there's different different phases of betting it. We're past the first and easiest phase, in my opinion, which is the non-conference, the tournaments. You know, a lot different going to Bermuda and playing a game than it is Wisconsin. Uh, so now we're into that second stage. It's kind of the toughest stage. It's trying to figure out how these teams are going to play on the road in conference. It's always tough. Um, and, again, normally I might take a shot at Syracuse here if I didn't know him so well and was just so disgusted with the team sometimes <laughs> when I watch them um, because Virginia Tech isn't going to win many games on the road. I'll just let, let, uh, I'll tell you that right now. They're, they're not going to be great on the road. I lean Syracuse here um, and I have the line closer to even so if it was a three or more 
I might be interested, but at two and a half, uh, I just, you know, what if Virginia Tech's hot from the outside? We know Syracuse isn't going to change up their defense, so that always concerns me with Syracuse. And uh, hot from the outside has described uh, many of Syracuse's recent opponents. Uh, has certainly been the case. Virginia lit them up, certainly in the first half, uh, from the outside uh, last game. Uh, Tom Casale is our guest, at the Tom Casale on uh, Twitter. And, you know, you are a Syracuse fan and watcher, but, you know, you watch it all. So if you don't follow Tom, you should. And you get to see Tom like every time Georgetown plays, losing his mind that that Georgetown <laughs> is this incredibly bad. What well, what do you make it? I, I don't even know how you handle that from a betting wise. Are they making the lines big enough? Because this Georgetown thing and Patrick Ewing, they have not beaten a major conference team, you know, in more than a year of basketball right now. Uh, it's shocking that he's still there. It's just it's it's shocking. And the thing about Georgetown is is they can't play two good halves together. So like last night they played a tough first half and then they got blown out again in the second half. So if you're betting and you say you bet Georgetown for the game and they put together a good first half, you can go ahead and bet the second half. <laughs> um, you know, so or the, they just can't put it all together. Uh, you know, it's a bad situation there. You know, as somebody said to me. It's hard to fire a guy who who gives up gives so much money that they're building they they build buildings. You know what I mean? Like Ewing gives so much to the to the program and to the the school. It's hard to say take a hike. So they're kind of waiting for him to do it. You know, in my opinion, if he loves Georgetown, he's got to step aside. This is by any metric you want to use. This is not working. Yes, they got lucky and won a couple games and got to the tournament that one year where they lost by thirty. That is the exception to the rule. And listen, basketball's better when teams like Georgetown are good. Yeah, I root against them and all, but you don't want to see them this bad. I mean, this is a joke. Yeah, it's much more fun to root against teams that are good, right? I yeah. mean, you know, you, you like to kick them when they're down for a minute, but it, it, but then it puts Syracuse in a tough spot. You're playing them every year, you're rooting against them, but then, my goodness, if you lose the game, not only you lost your rival, yeah. but it's a terrible loss. So it's a, and it's not as good a like. Listen, Georgetown Syracuse is. I grew up on Georgetown Syracuse. Now Georgetown Syracuse plays, and I, I don't even care. Uh, you know, so it, it hurts the rivalry too. Yeah, so you know, not not that you root for a guy to get fired. You wish Patrick Ewing had had success because that would be a great story. Uh, unfortunately, that's just not what is, has happened there. But uh, Tom Casale, Action Network, is our our guest. Uh, I saw you tweeted out earlier today. You're very excited about this uh, mid-major game tonight, Charleston and UC Wilmington. This is looking like it, we're sitting here in January. These are teams at different conferences. We're getting uh, a kind of an unexpected game right between two of the best mid-majors in the country here. Yeah, I guess they weren't expecting it because it's on the Flow Network or you know a station only me and seven other people have. But uh, yeah, this is going to be a really good game. Both teams are good. They 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 played out of conference. Uh, they played tough against bigger teams. Charleston only has one loss to North Carolina. Uh, it's all going to come down to three point shooting. Charleston's going to shoot the three a lot. You, uh, Wilmington has a great perimeter defense. Uh, it, it's a tough game to call. You know, uh, I'm a Wil. Wilmington guys, so I lean them a bit at home with the defense, but those are two coaches, too, that I don't know how much longer they're going to be there. They've done a great job at those two schools. Uh, This is one of those games, it's too bad it's not on a CBS Sports Network or something, because it's going to be an exciting game to watch, and two really good teams. Yeah, we were talking earlier in the show of how people need to watch the Syracuse game tonight, which is, you know, ever so slightly more complicated uh, than normal for some, with it being on a Yes Network around here. 
as opposed to you know one of the ESPNs. But uh, yeah, uh, not many uh, not many do the investing in flow sports. Uh, that, that is not. Uh, you usually see that around, um, you know, that, that they're more of an islandy tournament time of year for random tournaments kind of thing, not a not a middle of January game you want to watch uh, kind of thing. But uh, Tom Caselli is with us. I know, Tom, last time we talked, you, you like to target stuff early in the week and see if and see if lines happen to line up with it uh, by the time we arrive at those games. Anything you're looking at from uh, here on forward that, that might pique your interest come the weekend or, or tomorrow night? Yeah, well, you know, one of the games is tonight. I think TCU's getting a little value. I think there's still too much respect, uh, you know, with, with Texas. The uh, they're a good team, but you know, TCU's one of those teams that the, they're going to apply pressure. Uh, so that that was a line. It hasn't really moved much. Uh, I had it around three or four, and it's uh, you, you know, it's still around six and a half. So I, I think there's there's value there. You know, there, there's a lot of tough matchups. This week you know just one thing i'll point out um kentucky is terrible right yeah they're gonna they're gonna be a big underdog a big underdog at tennessee you know it's sometimes those schools like tennessee it's still kentucky you know what i mean and i'm gonna be interested to see that line because if it's 15 if it's something like that i I am taking kentucky on principle they're uh you know they're they've bottomed out so now it's been great fading kentucky but now you're getting to the point if they're getting 14 15 points at tennessee you know they still have some players so now might be a good time as hard as it is because as bad as they're playing it might be a good time to buy kentucky as a big favorite saturday at tennessee uh you know speaking of the other team in kentucky state are we are we still just a fade in louisville every time out or, or have the lines caught up to them well, you can. I've only bet against them twice, and I've lost both times, which is almost <laughs> impossible to do. I bet I actually bet Syracuse, and I never bet Syracuse against them, and I, I should kick myself because that, I could have seen that coming. And I bet Western Kentucky against them, and they blew them out. So, yeah, but Louisville is on auto-fade. You know, Georgetown's auto-fade. Kentucky has been on auto-fade because they've been favorites. But, you know, again, now they're going to be a, a double-digit underdog on Saturday, so it makes it a little bit different. And, again, these like Kentucky can still turn things around. I don't know if they will. But the as they're overvalued in the market, you know, you want you want to go against them. Like, Duke, Duke's overvalued. Right? Duke's right. okay. Duke, Duke's not great. Like, I don't know if tonight's the best time to go against them. Pitt's been playing well, but now they're on the road. Uh, but there's going to be times where you can bet against Duke. You know, North Carolina has talent, but they're always going to be overvalued. Uh, Baycott's out now, but when he comes back, you know, they're always going to be overvalued in the market. So sometimes these big schools is good to find numbers where you can go against them. Tom Casale, Action Network with us. All right, Tom, let's flip the page a little bit to football. We saw that just epic blowout in the college football title game uh, the other day. So we begin to flip the page for, for next year. You know, some of those early lines are out now. You know, bet who's going to win the title and all that uh, stuff. Uh, anything like super early that, that comes to mind for you for college football? Or are you still at a, a wait a little bit before you figure out what's going on for next year? Yeah, I usually wait for college football, especially now with the transfer portal. Um, you know, I don't bet anything right now because I don't. There's not really much value on the board. It's harder with college football. You know, college basketball you can find value. College football, there's only a couple teams that are going to win it. You know, I think 
you know, there was kind of a joke on how David Pollock was talking in front of Saban on the game. <laughs> you know, I was even before that, watch out for Alabama next year. Uh, I kind of thought this was, I know they had the, the two top picks in the draft or whatever, but surrounding that, I thought it was a bit of a transition year, especially at receiver from defense. I think Alabama's going to be pretty good next year. Talk about motivation. Georgia's won it twice in a row. So I think Alabama's interesting. And there's a game early next season that's going to really keep your eyes on. LSU and Florida State are playing again early next year like they did this year. And that's going to be interesting because they're both title contenders. I think LSU was a season early. So that's a team I'm interested in. You know, Tennessee's going to be tough. A team that's, that I think has the most value number-wise is Penn State. I think Penn State's loaded next year. The problem is is they have to get past Michigan and Ohio State. And Franklin isn't the best game day, big game coach, to be honest with you. But talent-wise, number-wise, 28-1 to 1 on Penn State isn't bad. Yeah, and uh, that's probably going to be one of the last years of divisions, too, in the, the Big Ten. But they are still in the same division with Ohio State and Michigan and going to have to play them that next year. So we'll see how they uh, figure that out. Uh, Tom, we're, we're on the uh, almost on the eve of the NFL uh, playoffs now. A- anything popping this weekend for you, or you got any big-picture thoughts on, on the playoffs of anything we can look for? Well, I think the Bengals are the best team in football uh, right now. I-, I think we would have seen that if the tragedy didn't happen that night. I think the Bengals were on their way to winning that game rather easily. Uh, I like the way they're playing. Listen, Lamar's not playing. Uh, he's just not going to play. I don't know what to tell anybody, but he- right. he's-, he's got a contract coming up. Uh, can he play? I don't know. That's another argument. I'm saying that he's not playing, um, and the number tells you he's not playing because the seven-point favorites, I think the Bengals are going to easily uh that that's a team i really like in the afc uh, i mean i know it's a large number but how in the heck are the dolphins gonna score on buffalo they got a third string quarterback <laughs> buffalo can do whatever they want in that game uh they really can it's just whether uh, i i kind of like buffalo first half in that game because i think they're going to get out fast and uh and then just cruise after that um and then you know I think we're going to see some points in that Jacksonville Chargers game. Their defenses have played well at times, but they can both be exploited by better offenses. You got two really good quarterbacks uh, Saturday night. I think we're going to get some points there. Yeah, that game to me, Tom, that, that's one of those, like, uh, I don't think either of those teams may win after this weekend, but that feels right. like a pretty good, you know, that's a fun look to the future game with, you know, Lawrence and, uh, and Herbert and slinging it around and seeing what we get on Saturday night. All right, Tom, uh, always good to chat here. Since uh, no bets on the line, we could just uh, root for the Orange tonight, keep it nice and uh, simple, and uh, I'm sure we'll do it again real soon, okay? Yeah, the Orange and TCU. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, that is Tom Casale from the Action Network. Thanks, as always, to him. TCU is big uh, pick of the night. Uh, we got to root for Jamie Dixon. Uh, well, we'll have to suck it up. And uh, root for TCU. That one's got to be coming to TCU after the college game, after the football game the other night. They can get it back on the basketball court at least uh, a little bit, make their fans feel a little bit good again after sixty-five to seven on Monday night. With that final break, what's on tap tonight? When we come back, we wrap up the hour next. It's QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio.